Wisconsin, 17. So I called John, John McLaughlin. He's, he's like the dean. He's a great guy. And he's been very good with me. I mean, he said we were going to win four years ago. He said, he said we're going to win easily. This one, he's, a, he's probably the biggest and the best. I said, John, let me ask you a question. ABC Washington Post came out with a poll. It said I was 17 down. I'm not 17 down. I might be one down or I might be two up, but I'm not 17 down. What's going on? Why don't they make it? Because they have to live after that. They have to do other events and other. Why don't they make it three or four or two or five or something? Right? He said they can't do that because they want you to lose. And if you're two or three or four, everyone's going to go vote. They want to make sure that your people don't vote. And when you're 17 down, people say, I just can't waste my time. I'm not going to stand on line. And I said, isn't that sick? And he said he knows some of the people. And they're very smart. They're very brilliant. They're smart people. He said, but if they made it five down or four down or six down even, so they make it something that's so bad, 17 down. I said, isn't that a shame? I want to tell that story. Do you mind? He said, I don't care. That's the way it is. So it's crooked stuff. The Fox polls are horrible. Every time I have a Fox poll, it's horrible. I mean, I like some of the things on Fox, certainly Sean and Laura. And Tucker's been great lately. And Fox and Friends in the morning is great. Right? We go through it. We have, we have some, I find Harris to be great. Harris Walker to be really good. She's been very good over a period of time. Uh, the great Lou Dobbs, she's been fantastic, right? Right? Janine, how do you like Janine? Right? And, you know, look, we have some, uh, we have some great people that support us. Jesse has been great. Pete Hegseth has been great. And I don't want to mention, you know, there are a lot of people. Look, we have a lot, but it's 90% negative, everything, you know, everything. It's uh, But so think of that. So I said 17, and he gave me an answer. I just thought it was so incredible. I said, I got to tell that answer. So I hope I haven't bored you, but I thought it was interesting. Huh? I thought it was interesting. To me, it was interesting. And, and you know, I have like uh, five of these to do today, so let's get going. And I appreciate you being here. We had some, we had some monsters last night. We had some little rough weather. It wasn't like this. We had, uh, in Michigan, we had a slightly cold day with the wind blowing at 40 miles an hour in my face. And you're lucky you have a president that doesn't need a teleprompter. I was able to get good memory. I would have been in big trouble. There was no way you could hold paper. There was no way you could do it. You were just, and my guy set it up where the wind was right smack in my face. And I was looking at that flag from the plane. I said, oh no, here we go again. But actually, the flag must be a very high quality silk because it's not that windy. But yesterday it was not, that was not an easy day. We had some very cold stops. So Biden and Harris, Kamala, Kamala, you want her? You want her as your first woman president? I don't think so. And the radical left gained power. They will collapse our economy and send our nation into a depression. Biden will raise your taxes $4 trillion, massively increase your regulations, close down your factories, send your jobs overseas. That's what he's been doing all his life. Him and his group destroy the suburbs. Dissolve your borders, terminate religious liberty, 
outlaw private health insurance. 180 million people have great health insurance. Shred your Second Amendment, confiscate your guns, and indoctrinate your children with anti-American lies. Biden has vowed to abolish the American oil and natural gas industries and ban fracking. He said it for a year and a half, he said it. Then all of a sudden he goes to Pennsylvania. No, I never said that. And the fake news doesn't do anything about it. Biden's energy ban will send every state into crushing poverty from North Carolina to Michigan to Pennsylvania. As long as I'm president, we will remain the number one producer of oil and natural gas on earth. And we will remain energy independent. Sleepy Joe Biden is a globalist who spent 47 years outsourcing your jobs, opening your borders and sacrificing American blood and treasure in endless foreign wars in countries that most of you have never even heard of. He was a cheerleader for NAFTA and they're all coming home. Don't worry about it. I said it. He was a cheerleader for NAFTA and China's entry into the World Trade Organization. North Carolina lost 50% of all manufacturing jobs after those Biden betrayals. And now he says, oh, I'm going to, he's trying to follow my policy. He's trying to follow my policy. He's not going to do my policy. He's been doing this for 47 years plus and for eight years as vice president, which was only three and a half years ago. Joe Biden is a corrupt politician who raked in millions from China while giving them your jobs. He's a corrupt, he's a corrupt politician. You see it. Now they say the laptop shift, watermelon head shift. <laughs> that laptop was produced by Russia. Here we go again. Russia, Russia, Russia. Here we go again. Can you imagine what they must think of it? These people are crazy. No, it was, it was produced by, where's Hunter? That's right. It was produced by Hunter. These guys are really, think of it, now Schiff knows, he's a you know, psycho in many ways, but he knows. It's a total con game. I had to put up with it for three years, and it affects it. You know, when you see nothing but negative television every night, every night, every night, and then they find totally no collusion after wasting $48 million, 18 people, think of it. And then it's no collusion, but then you have to run. But you've had three years of horrible publicity, and they did it. I mean, they did it. They were the criminals. Hillary was a criminal. She deleted her emails. People go to jail for that. These are criminals. These are criminals. And say it any way you want to do it. But we took the brunt that we caught him spying on my campaign and trying to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. So I go and that was before I even knew. I mean, that was while I was while I was running. I didn't even know. I'd hear these things, sir. Uh, this is before I got elected. Guys would come up to me every once in a while. Sir, do you have anything to do with Russia? I said, no. Why do you ask? Oh. I was just curious because it was like this thing floating around. Then they come up again, sir, 
Are you sure you don't have anything to do with Russia? I said, I have nothing to do with Russia. What the hell are you talking? And you know, you hear it four or five times. Then you get into office and they come up with this scheme and this, this plot. It was a plot to overthrow the government of the United States. And then we have people that just don't act fast. I mean, it's just unbelievable. We have so much. We have so much information. We have so much. We have the whole thing. And Obama was involved. And Biden was involved. They were involved, but it's, uh, let's, let's see what happens. People should move more quickly. In 2016, North Carolina voted to fire this corrupt political establishment. And you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first. And if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. If I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you and I fight harder than any president has ever fought for his people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get out and vote. That's all I ask. Just take a little time and vote. Well, we got to win this state. I think we win this state. We win Pennsylvania. We're going to win Florida. We win Pennsylvania. And you, we're going to win the whole thing. They'll win the whole thing. And we'll send them a signal like they've never seen before. This has not happened to them. Big tech is so powerful. You can't beat big tech. They're saying this. And I see it on Twitter. Trending, trending, trend, right? It's not trending. They put the most boring thing. Only if it was anything bad about me. Number one in the world on trend, right? Boring stuff. I mean, like stuff, oh. as opposed to affairs, scandals. They don't even put that stuff up. It's always Trump, two, three, four, five items. It's a fix. It's a fix. This is a smart guy. We have his name. Everybody knows who he is. And I'm not talking about the primary. I'm talking about people that work. They take stuff out of a hat. Let's see. This is bad about Trump. Let's make it worse. Okay, we'll make it worse. Okay, number one trend in the whole world. No, that's not stuff that trends. But these are phony guys. They fix the elections. And you know what? Uh, they should be subject to campaign violations because it's they're a, they're an arm of the Democrat National Committee. They work together. They work on messaging together. The Democrats, the fake news media, they're the worst. The fact is, they're fake people. And if I've done one thing, it's to expose the dishonesty in the media. And not everybody, but a big vast majority, a vast majority, not everybody. Look at this. We catch Hunter and Joe cheating. We catch them stealing millions of dollars. They refuse to write a story. Could you imagine if I got three and a half million dollars from the mayor of Moscow's wife? Could you imagine? Somebody gave me three and a half million bucks. Somebody gave me $20. I got, they impeached me because I made a perfect phone call. To the head of Ukraine, I never met the gentleman. Congratulations on your win. If you see anything corrupt, please call the Attorney General of the United States 
And we have a, a corruption agreement with them because it's been a very corrupt country. I actually have an obligation. Now, of course, they impeached before they found out, before I decided to release the phone call. Isn't it lucky that I had that call transcribed? Can you imagine? No, can you imagine? Now they couldn't do it. They didn't know what to do. Crazy Nancy said, this isn't impeachable. She said, you're right. They said, you're right. But let's go through with it anyway. Maybe we'll get lucky. Can you know this is what, because she didn't know about the call. When she read the call, she said, he didn't do anything wrong. How did you get me into this? You shifty shift. How did you do it? Jerry Nadler, I've been fighting this guy for 25 years on the east side of Manhattan, the west side of Manhattan. Jerry Nadler, he's a beauty, isn't he? How did he get me into this? Well, let's just keep going forward. It's a disgrace. And we won. I will say this for the Republicans. 197 or 6, 197 to nothing. We won. And in the Senate, 52 and a half to one half. We lost a half of it. I wonder who that could have been. But sleepy Joe Biden is bought and paid for by China. He's got, hey, they gave the son a billion and a half dollars to manage. That means he's going to make millions of dollars a year. He doesn't know anything about investment. Didn't know anything at all about energy. He got $183,000 a month on energy. Think of that. Think of that. $183,000. I called a friend of mine on Wall Street. Is this a normal fee? He said, no, maybe the most abnormal fee I've ever seen in my whole life. I've been doing this for 25 years. He's the biggest guy. But they're bought and paid for. They got the money. And then they were going for the big one in China. They wrote a letter to a very big, powerful man within the Communist Party. And where's Hunter asked for $10 million a year as he was going to recommend he was going to talk. You're going to see, here's a guy who didn't have a job, got thrown out of the Navy. He got thrown out of the Navy. He didn't have a job. Biden becomes vice president. And this kid is like a vacuum cleaner going all over the world, following his father, picking up the scraps. No, he's following his dad, picking up scraps. And then you find the note where the big man gets 10%. The big man's Joe Biden. Huh? The big man gets 10 Then in one case, they said 50%, right? That's more like it. Because he wouldn't do it for 10. He'd want, because these people are all hangers on, losers. But uh, that's the story. And it's in a laptop. And now they say the laptop was made by Russia. Therefore, it has no credibility. Can you, no, no, can you believe this, all right? And so the news, there's not outside of the New York Post, which really I hold in high esteem. They have done, they're like, a hero paper. And they endorsed me. I got a nice endorsement from, did you say, from Pennsylvania yesterday? Right? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Gazette. That was nice. Once I got through that first paragraph, it was phenomenal, actually. They said, we don't love his personality. We don't love his tough demeanor. But I have to be tough. Look. I've been under investigation from before I ever became president. I have to be tough. If I was soft, I wouldn't be here right now. And they don't want to say that. I was under a fake investigation by a lot of fake people. Bob Mueller and his crew, the whole thing was a fake scam that should have never been started. And they knew the answer on the first day. 
but it took him two and a half years to put it down. No collusion. But they knew the answer the first day. So I was under investigation for the first two and a half years, right? Think of that. And then they say he's tough, but I'll take it anyway. I'll take your endorsement anyway. Because once you get over the first paragraph or two, it says all of the things we've done, which are incredible, which are incredible. And now we'll have a chance to do it uh, without the cloud, because I had a cloud hanging over my head, whether we like it or not. And then they say he was tough. He fought too hard. He was somewhat crude. He was very, very nasty. His Twitter. Now, you know what? If I didn't have social media, I wouldn't be here. It was the only way I could defend myself. So it's one of those things. But I just wonder, I was thinking, I asked the people on the way up. We have great people, such loyal, great people, including a man that comes from an area not too far from here. He's a good friend of these women who've been here. Six, this is number 64 time for these incredible, beautiful, I think rich women and their husbands are in here someplace. But they had their husbands. They were at the one last night. That was a big deal, wasn't it? But uh, this is number 64, I would say, right? 65. Oh, there's two more. They come from North Carolina. But we have Mark Meadows comes from North Carolina. And he has been fantastic. He's done a great job. He's done a great job. Where is he? He's probably working. You know, he's bum, bum, bum with a phone. He's got two phones instead of one. And he's not going to break it up with a hammer like Hillary did. He's going he's gonna to throw it away. He'll come down watch. He's done a fantastic job. And he is. And he loves his state. He loves North Carolina. And I specifically said, I want somebody from North Carolina. Give me Meadows. Now, I knew three years ago, I said, we got to get Meadows in here. Big tech, big media, big donors and powerful special interests are desperate for Sleepy Joe to win. They want him to win. I'll tell you who wants him to win, China. They will own our country because they own him, they control him, and they know he will always be there to do their bidding. He'll always be there. He's a corrupt, he's a corrupt politician. I don't care. I'll say, and I say it, everybody knows it's true. Can you imagine? Big tech refuses to put anything in. They took the New York Post down for two weeks because they, don't, they won't let anyone write. If you put out a little tweet and say that Biden is corrupt, they will knock out your whole account. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. And you notice it is outside of what I say. It is indeed fading away because you can't have a scandal if nobody writes about it. So we have the fake news not writing about it. And you have the big tech, not right. So, so how can you have a scandal? Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's allowed to talk. It's called suppression. We don't have freedom of the press. We don't have, probably haven't had it for a long time. But we don't have, you know, they say freedom of the press, the American way. We don't have, we have suppression by the press. That's what it is. What beautiful words. I should have done the speech this way. It would have been much more interesting than what I've no, but seriously, we have suppression by the press. This is not freedom. This is the, it really is, it's the exact opposite of freedom of the press. You know, if you think about it, every corrupt force in American life that is responsible for cruel betrayals that hurt our family and you know, all of the people that we love, they're supported by Biden and 
they donate to Biden. You know, I could have been a much bigger fundraiser than him, but I didn't want to call every head of a Wall Street firm, every head of the oil companies that we've made rich anyway. I did a great job. We're energy independent. That's not so bad. First time. The failed establishment that started the disastrous foreign wars, they support sleepy Joe Biden because they get anything they want. And he took in $300 million last month. You think he made any deals? No, I don't think so. The career politicians that offshored your industries and decimated your factories, they support Sleepy Joe. The open borders lobbyists that killed our fellow citizens with illegal drugs, gangs, and crimes. The people that wanted to stop the wall, even though it knew it works. It's almost finished, by the way. We finished last time. But the people that wanted to stop it, even though they knew full well, it worked. Remember, they said, no, no, we don't want a wall. Walls are obsolete. We want drones. Drones. Okay, good. Drones flying to watch the people pour into our country. They want drones. Let's have drones. The far-left Democrats that ruined our public schools, depleted our inner cities, defunded our police, and demeaned your sacred faith and values. They support Sleepy Joe Biden. You can't even go to your churches. You can't even go to your church. And your governor of North Carolina, you got to open up your state. You got to get your governor. I hope you're going to vote for Dan, who's good. But you got to get your state open. Don't worry about it. On November 4th, they'll announce your state is opening. On November 4th, uh, North Carolina will be opened on November 4th. The anti, right after the election, the anti, because they want us to look bad. They don't care about people. They want us to look bad. They want to try and steal an election. The anti-American radicals defaming our noble history, our heritage, our heroes, they support Sleepy Joe. Antifa and the rioters and looters and Marxists and left-wing extremists, they all support Joe Biden. They always like to blame it on the right. Do you ever notice? These were right wing. You know, it's very rare. It's rare. It's, you get bad on every side. But they always like to blame the right. It always starts off with the right, the right. This election comes down to a simple choice. Do you want to be ruled by the arrogant, corrupt, ruthless, and selfless political class? Or do you want to be governed by the American people themselves? You want to be represented by a career politician who hates you or by an outsider who will defend you like you have never been defended before. I didn't need this job. I had a very nice life. But I love what we're doing for our country. Nobody's done so much. Nobody, no administration. And, you know, I never even had a challenge on this from the fake news. You know, normally if you say something slightly off, they make a big deal. No administration president has done more in the first three and a half years than we have. Our military we rebuilt, our tax cuts, our regulation cuts, Space Force, just a thing like Space Force. I never even talked about Space Force, right, during the campaign. I did more than I actually talked about during the campaign. Thank you. Thank you very much.
I thought this was a small, little, cute area. You know, this was a small, little, cute area. When I came in, I'm watching Fox, and a gentleman and anchor said, they have a small crowd of about 2,000, 2,500. I knew, I knew. You know, it's, it's an incredible thing. This is a lot more than that. This is a lot of people. This is a lot more than we... But I wanted to be here because it's an important thing. I mean, my granddaughter is named Carolina. Do you know that? And we'll give South Carolina some credit, too. You know, they've been with us. Is that okay? I want to get your permission. No, we'll give South Carolina. South Carolina is great. They're great people, too. A vote for Biden is a vote to hand the keys to government over to people who despise you and who want to rob your children of their American dream. That's what they're doing. A vote for Biden is a vote to give control of government over to the globalists, communists, socialists, the wealthy liberal hypocrites who want to silence, censor, cancel, and punish you. If you want your children to be safe, and remember this, against the, I'll put it very simply, against the Second Amendment, right? If you're pro-life, you can forget about it. You know that, right? Tremendous support. We have, I'll tell you what, we have, did you see these people in California? They have lines of hundreds of miles of cars and tractors in Iowa and boats, five or 6,000 boats in lakes and oceans with the flags. If you want your values to be respected, if you want to be treated with honor and dignity and respect, then I am asking for you to go out tomorrow or sooner, but I don't know, you tend to like to vote on election day, right? We all do. And vote. It's going to be the most important election, in my opinion, in the history of our country. I never thought I was going to say it. If you would have told me I was going to say that four years ago, I would have said, you're crazy. But uh, it's the most important because I've always said, we will never be a socialist nation. And that's what we're trying to do. And, re well, and remember what I said four years ago. I said, I am your voice and we will make America great again. And that's what we're doing. And and if we didn't get hit by the China plague, now we're building it up again and we're doing it at record clip and record numbers and at a much faster pace than any other country in the world. But we got hit by the plague from China and we will never forget it. With God as my witness, I will never let you down. For the last four years, the depraved swamp has tried everything to stop me. Because they know I don't answer to them, I answer to you. Together we will defeat the corrupt establishment, we will dethrone the failed political class, and we will drain the Washington swamp. And we will save the American dream. This election is also a choice between a deadly Biden lockdown. He wants to have you locked down. I don't even know if he knows. I mean, to be honest, they ask him a question. I don't. I don't think he has a clue. You can vote whoever you want, but I don't think he has a clue. You know it. The media knows it. The media laughs behind his back, and then they say he did brilliantly today. 
No, he didn't do brilliantly. He can't do it. He didn't do brilliantly in his prime. And he's not in his prime anymore. Or a safe vaccine that ends the pandemic. And we're doing very well with the vaccines. They'll be distributed very soon. We will mass distribute the vaccine in just a few short weeks. It will quickly eradicate the virus and wipe out the China plague once and for all. Joe Biden is promising to delay the vaccine and turn America into a prison state. Looking again, that's more Kamala. You know, remember when they said this is the Harris Biden administration, right? I never did that with Mike. And you know what? Mike Pence never came to me. He said, do you mind if I put my name first every once in a while? No, because, and by the way, he's been a great vice president. Some people say it was a perfect combination. It was. He's a great guy. He loves, he's going to be in your state in a little while. Locking you in your home while letting far left rioters roam free. The Biden lockdown will mean no school, no graduations, no weddings, no Thanksgiving, no Easter, no Christmas, no Fourth of July and no future for America's youth. Other than that, it's fine. I think it's just fine. If you want a vaccine to kill the virus, a job to support your family and freedom to live your life, then you go and cast your ballot for President Trump. And if you remember the catastrophe, Joe Biden, you know, he's telling us how to run things, right? This guy never ran a thing successfully. He was said horrible things about him when he was in the administration. Obama didn't even want to endorse him. He wouldn't endorse him. Even after he won, Obama said, this is no way. How long did it take him after he won? It took forever. Obama couldn't believe it. I don't think Obama's much better. You want to know the truth. Joe Biden personally ran the swine flu, right? The swine flu. H1N1, which he can never remember. He never says it. He says it. And he goes, N1H1. I said, don't. He failed horribly, and he was a laughing stock all over Washington. They were laughing at him. And his own chief of staff said he was absolutely terrible. They had a terrible, they did a terrible job. Now he's telling us how to do it. I should have closed earlier. There's only one problem. He's on record all over the place. Knocking me two and a half months later for closing too soon and closing it all. He said, don't close. He's xenophobic. You know, xenophobic. I didn't like people from China is what he's saying. That's so wrong. I think they're incredible people. I do. I think they're incredible people. But they were, he said xenophobic. And then he runs for office. He says he should have closed earlier. And you know what? The press never covers that. They just you can't get the only time I get it covered is. If I happen to be on live television, I'll say it again and again. And when I do say it, they try and turn it off. Let's go to a commercial break right now. I think I know what's coming. These are really bad people. Secretary of Defense Robert Gates said that Biden has been wrong on every, actually, or nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. He had no respect for him whatsoever. Sure, he endorsed him because he's probably looking for something like everybody else. But I don't think any of them are going to get anything because I think we're going to have one of the greatest victories tomorrow. But you don't have to take my word for what a disaster Joe Biden is because it's the great state of North Carolina. I spent a fortune. See this? See the board? 
I spent a lot of money on the board. So let's just take a look at uh, a little roll. Let's roll it, please. Have you taken a cognitive? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you're taking tests where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Or are you a Jody? By the way, it's my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, that's not. Oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. There is not a single solitary reason in the world why. Why, as I said, we shouldn't be in a position that everybody, and that's my wife, Jill. Hey, Jill, I'm Jill's husband, actually. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, and back in those days, you see how things had changed? Play the radio, make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night, the, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the, you know the thing. Because if you could take care, you were a quartermaster, you can sure and help take care of running a, you know, a department store uh, thing you know, where in the second floor of the ladies' department. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Have you been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lion dog faced pony soldier. Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was trained and then watched the hair come back up again and look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I love kids jumping on my lap. Rock and I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourselves. Our country has such potential. You can't do that to our country. He's not mentally equipped. He just isn't to be your president. He's not equipped to be your president. And I say it, you know, I say it because he's not a nice person, never was a nice person, but he was never a smart person. He was a touchy-feely person, you know, hale and hearty, but not nice.
But this is not a man that 25 years ago was not equipped to be your president. And he ran many times, numerous times. We called him 1% Joe. Think of it. And now he's working on about 50% and he ends up winning their nomination because of Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren gave him the nom. All she had to do is drop out. And he would have lost on super. I mean, then we would have had crazy Bernie. So, you know, what the hell. But at least Bernie, you know, they had a great energetic base. It's a small base, but energetic. But uh, this is not a man that should be your president. We have tremendous potential. Our country has tremendous potential. And we can't blow it. We can't blow it. Because there's no way to describe that. And, and that's like 1%. We could keep you out here all day. Much of it happened yesterday and the day before yesterday. Oh, he had some beauties yesterday. But we can't do this. And you know what's going to happen. Kamala will be put in that position very quickly. Very quickly. And she's more liberal than crazy Bernie. She's more liberal. In fact, she makes him look like a strict conservative. Joining us today are some incredible people, incredible friends and warriors. And I want to tell you, I just looked at a poll and he's up in the poll. Senator Tom Tillis, he's up. He's up. That's great, Tom. Good. I'm very happy with that. That's we got to get him. And he's a good man. Good man. And your wife was great the other night. We had a oh, good. We had a great rally the other night. And it was, you were well represented. Let me tell you very well. Congratulations. Well, let's save that for tomorrow or the next day. Or as the Supreme Court would say, sometime into the future. What a ruling. What a ruling. What a horrible thing that they've done. Do you know that puts our country in danger? Do you know what can happen during that long period of time? Pennsylvania, the long period of time. Do you know what can happen? Number one, cheating can happen like you've never seen. This is their dream. And they are, they are known for it, you know? The Philadelphia area is known for it. But what can happen during that long period of time is just a, a disgrace. Get your ballots in and have them in long before the third and have them counted before the third and and have an election where we can say to the world that we know who won and we know who lost. What a horror, our Supreme Court. I'm just, I'm just so tired of some of these horrible political decisions that are being made. It's a shame, it's a shame. And uh, you know, I won't get into it too much, but I'm going to start getting into it because they're hurting our country very badly, very badly. Representative Warrior David Rouser, Rouser, David, David Rouser. David, thank you. You're doing a great job. Appreciate it. Uh, Congress, we have a friend over there. Dan. Richard Hudson. Where's Richard? Richard. Richard Hudson. Congressman, another great guy, great guy. He's done a fantastic job and a friend of mine and somebody that's done an incredible job also in Congress, Dan Bishop. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Doing a good job. He came in, you know, he came in through the, the system. He won a race that was a tough race, right? We worked together on it and he had no choke in him. 
He started off a little behind, to put it nicely, and he ended up winning. And he won solid. And how are you doing on this one? Good? I don't have to help you as much. Uh, he's going to win. He's going to win. He should win. He's a great congressman, all of them, all three. Thank you very much, fellas. A man that hopefully you're going to recognize for, I guess he doesn't have the funds that the other one has. He is, you know, I see commercials all the time for your governor that has you in a total lockdown. But Dan Forrest would be a phenomenal governor. A phenomenal governor. He would be. You could have a surprise, Dan. That could be a big, beautiful gift to North Carolina. There you go. That's not bad. Hey, Dan, that's not bad, huh? Beautiful. That's, hey, Dan, that's a very impressive uh, applause you got, I have to be honest. Don't kid yourself. That is like a poll, you know? It's like a poll. Except instead of interviewing 73 people, they have thousands of people here. Much more than the 2,000. He's got a uh, nice 2,000 people. I don't think so. Well, last night in Miami, you, you want to see a crowd? You couldn't even see the end of it. I've never seen anything like that. There's such spirit. I've never seen spirit like this. And North Carolina GOP chair, somebody doing an incredible job if we win tomorrow. By the way, if we don't win tomorrow, they'll say, how's Michael Watley doing? I'll say, not good at all. He didn't do a good job. Michael Watley. Are we doing okay, Michael? Yes? Get out. Get out the vote, Mike. Get him out. Get out the vote. Thanks, Michael. You are doing a good job. I also want to recognize Medal of Honor recipient, Command Sergeant Major Bob Patterson. Where's Bob? Where's Bob? Where's Bob? Whoa, he looks good. He looks good. Wow. Your husband. Oh, that's a good-looking couple. Wow. That's some uh, incredible honor. That's some incredible honor, I'll tell you what. There is no greater honor. And uh, are you proud of your husband? Yeah, but he's proud of you, too. Oh, oh, she's proud of Trump. Look at that. Thank you. I knew I liked her. I knew I liked her. Thank you both very much. Great honor. That's the highest honor you can get. Former prisoner of war and Vietnam veteran, Captain Ken Wells. A real, a real hero. Where's Ken? A real hero. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Real tough one. Look at him. He's tough. He's a tough looking. He's a tough looking guy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Beautiful. You look great. Thank you. These are great people. And World War II hero and D-Day veteran. Very, very brave, they say. Harold Frank. Hi, Harold. You're looking good. Thank you, Harold. Thank you, Harold. He said he's a brave one. Thank you, Harold. You're looking good. These guys look good. I don't know. They go through all that. They come out. They look better than all of us. I don't know. 
Something about the war, something about brave people, right? Military spouse, and don't ever underestimate. That is where it all begins. Somebody who's incredible. Donna Dotson. Donna, where's Donna? Thank you, Donna. Thank you very much. Thank you, Donna. Great to have you. Thank you very much. And retired Sergeant Major Karen De La Vega. Karen, thank you. Thank you, Karen. They're great people. Thank you all for your extraordinary service, and it's an honor to have you with us. Really is. Thank you very much. For 47 years, Joe Biden viciously, repeatedly attacked black Americans. He decimated the black middle class and called young black men super predators. To every black American, vote for Trump. This is your one and only chance to show Sleepy Joe Biden what you think of his decision to attack you, to insult you, to jail you, and to betray you. I am fighting for you and got criminal justice reform, prison reform, opportunity zones with Tim Scott, and funding for historically black colleges and universities. I got it done. Nobody else got it done. And with the exception of, and I use the word possibly, possible exception, but I could use it, or maybe I won't, I'll keep it a little bit less controversial. With the exception of Abraham Lincoln, there's been no president that's done more for the black community than Donald Trump. No president. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history. Joe Biden has pledged to open borders. He's actually talking about taking down the wall. Can you believe it? Let's take down the wall. Let everybody pour into our country. He wants to take down. No, he said it. I don't know. I, I maybe. But he did say, let's take down the wall. One of the biggest projects that we've ever done. You know, it's a tremendous project. We're up to over 400 miles. We're going to be. Finished very soon, over 400 miles. Exactly designed to the specifications of the Border Patrol, who are great. Mass amnesty wants to give them free health care. This is for illegal aliens and wants to keep deadly sanctuary cities. Your state has a sanctuary city. You know that, right? You have a sanctuary city, right? A very big one, actually, that doesn't work very well. We believe our cities should be sanctuaries for law-abiding Americans, not criminal aliens. The Biden-Harris plan would increase refugees from terrorist nations by a staggering 700 percent. This has been a great thing. This has been a great thing. No, thank you, fellas. I'm not interested. I'm keeping radical Islamic terrorists the hell out of our country if I have your approval. If I have the approval of North Carolina, I will keep them out. We're going to keep them out. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military. We have the greatest equipment, greatest people. 
2.5 trillion. You think that was easy to get from the Democrats? Actually, the wall was even tougher. The wall was tougher. We got it. Do you notice once they got the wall started, got all the funding, won all the court cases against the Democrats, the press never talks about it anymore. They don't talk about it. We had the best statistics, the best. And can you imagine during the pandemic, because, you know, Mexico's very heavily, unfortunately, infected. And it was a good thing that we had it up. That's why the numbers are so good. We also passed for our great vets, VA choice and VA accountability. Nobody thought that could happen. We obliterated 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi is dead. Last week, I visited Fort Bragg, where I presented the presidential unit citation to the special forces team that achieved that historic victory. It was great. And we are keeping the name Fort Bragg. You do know that, right? You agree? They won cancel culture. You know, we won two world wars out of Fort Bragg, and we have other forts, and we're, uh, we're keeping it. Uh, we won two world wars out of Fort Bragg. And now they say, let's change the name. Let's change the name of Fort Bragg. We'll pick somebody else. Uh, do you have any good suggestions? No. No, no, we have to, we have to keep, we have to keep, it's our culture, it's our heritage, so many victories, so many victories out of Fort Bragg. We also eliminated the world's top terrorist, Soleimani is dead. I recognized the capital of Israel and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years they tried to get it. And instead of endless war in the Middle East, we're forging peace. They're lined up to come in. I said, how did Obama and all of those that came before him do it? They told me they all use the same method. I said, really? I'm going to go the opposite method. And it worked very nicely. No. No blood in the sand, no cost. Three very powerful countries already signed. We have many others. They're standing on line. Standing on line. And we're bringing our troops back home. Our troops are coming back home. They're coming back home. 19 years is enough. They serve as policemen. I said, no, you have to get your own police department. I'm sorry. A vote for me and the Republican Party is a vote for the American dream. And in conclusion, over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China, which is already started. Can you imagine? Biden saying we're not gonna we're not gonna end our reliance. I mean, can you imagine? We are going to end our reliance on you. Hey, hey, we gave you a set a billion and a half. What the hell are you telling me? Okay, well, I don't know, Senator. I think it would be tough for him, right? No, he want, they wanted ten million. They wanted ten million a year for his services, right? 
And then you say, no, I'm not going to deal with China anymore, or I'm going to be tough on China. You know, I've taken out many, many billions of dollars. We never did this in this country, not 10 cents. I gave $28 billion from China to our farmers because they targeted our farmers. 20, 28 billion. And we had plenty of money left over, which went into the U.S. Treasury. Thank you. We will hire more police increase penalties for assaults or law enforcement. And we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. With God's help, we will defend the right to life, religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. You know, we're the envy of every country in the world. Our military now has the greatest equipment, all made in the USA, but we have the greatest equipment in the world. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency, and lower drug prices even more. We instituted a favorite nation's laws. We pay by far the most in the world. We are going to pay now the least in the world. And nobody can believe I did it. And the big pharma does not like me too much. They are not so happy with me. And we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of North Carolina. I do. And your tobacco growers are in good shape, by the way. Please let them know, okay? You have any tobacco growers here, please? They're in good shape. They work hard. They were treated very rough. Tomorrow you have the power to do so much for our country. You have the power to vote. So go out and vote. Unless you're going to vote for somebody other than me, in which case, sit it out that way. You ever hear these politicians get up and they say, you have the power to vote. And it makes no difference if you vote for me or my opponent. They're such liars. Right? They're such liars. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, get your co-workers, get your boss grabbing by the tie. Say, let's go, boss. And get out and vote. From Greensboro to Charlotte. From Wilmington to Raleigh. From Asheville to right here in Fayetteville. Fayetteville. I love the name, Fayetteville. We inherit the legacy of American patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears to defend our country and to defend our freedom. We stand on the shoulders of American heroes who crossed the oceans, 
settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, laid down the railroads, raised up the great, great, beautiful skyscrapers, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world. And the best is yet to come. You will see that. Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. We are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement. One people, one family, and one glorious nation under God, and together with the incredible people of North Carolina, we have made America powerful again, military. We have made America wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again, and we will make America great again. Thank you, North Carolina. Thank you. Go out and vote. All right, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Nuts, 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 nuts. It was incredible. Great, great rally. He's really, really busy. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Um, few technical difficulties. This thing kept getting stuck today. So I just wanted to uh, showcase our president and uh, show everyone just what a power horse he is, right? He's been working nonstop. He's been going and going and going. And tomorrow we have elections. Now, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I've been telling people, you know, if you can go and be a poll watcher, do so. Do so. It is important you do so. We need to do that for our nation because our vote matters. You have to vote and, and, and think. You have to think. Okay. If you can poll watch, you should poll watch. But what you have to remember is that we're not voting for uh, just a president. We're literally voting for our lives, for our liberty, for our ability to free people. And that's not just here, because if America fails, the whole world fails. Now, you're going to say, well, you already know that President Trump wins. Yes, I do. But uh, by knowing it, you might be passive and sit back and not do anything about it, not vote. Kind of like how he explained, whoa, 17-point difference? What's the point? It's already lost. Well, you know, for me, I think 17-point difference motivates people to go quick, quick, quick. Now, I will be poll watching from 6 a.m. till about noon. Then I'm going to head out and I am going to go and vote myself and then go back to poll watching. That'll be my job tomorrow. So I will not be on air during uh, voting time. But once I come back, I'm definitely going to be on air and we're going to have a an election watch party. It's going to be incredible. Now, 
If you guys remember back in April and in May, I told you that these elections are not going to be normal. I also told you that you're not going to get the results of the elections, that the media will tell you their version of the elections. And this is why I've been stressing of who you listen to. The only person you should be listening to is the president. That's it. Why? Well, because if you think that the conservative media is on your side, you're going to have a very, very upsetting wake-up call. See, they go and thump and they talk amongst each other what they're allowed to say and what they're allowed to report. They refuse to report the truth. But you know what? You may not want to cover the truth. You may not want to give credence to those people that are giving you the information. That's okay. Because you're going to have to at some point. Now, you could do it the easy way, as the president says, or the hard way. Regardless, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So it's important you understand who's really on your side. This is why I said you must focus, center yourself. Do you follow this channel? Well, does that channel tell you the news? Are they just regurgitating what everybody else is saying? Are they explaining to you, I'm so invested in this and I did so much homework. Where's your homework, man? Where have you actually done homework? You claim to be an investigative journalist. Where's your homework? What have you done to investigate? Oh, wait, let me guess. You have a friend of a friend of a friend that you know, may tell you what the other side is going to talk about. Wait, let me guess. You're going to talk about what the other people are talking about and you're going to counter it. I see. That's not news, guys. That is what you call an IIA. Uh, they divide you. Kind of like Black Lives Matter, BLM. Blue Lives Matter, BLM. What's the common factor? BLM. M. It's all manipulating you to think you have only two choices. You can't be in the middle. You can't say, yeah, black lives matter. They do. And this uh, racial profiling by facial recognition is seriously wrong. And then, but, you know, I support my police. They should be safe. They shouldn't be shot at. You know, they people should respect them. But on the other hand, they shouldn't be trigger happy. Great. Now you're in the middle. Now you are in the middle. Interesting. Very interesting. See how easy that was? You didn't have to go with this side or you didn't have to go with that side. You could be in the middle. So you know how everybody kept talking? Oh, you know, they have 3 a.m. drops and they get their talking points. Yeah, so does the right. <laughs> They're worse. And if they think that we can infiltrate uh, Zoom chats and video chats and signal chats and text chats and DMs and whatnot, of the left, you think we can't do it to the right too? Yeah, that's what's up. Because what people need to see is that where is the truth coming from? The president. What is the what is the media's role, guys? So the media has one role to report the facts. Investigative journalists have another role. They need to investigate, not regurgitate things with a spin and something schnazzy, but investigate. So if you're going to be doing some investigation, then you should be investigating and looking at things and asking questions, you know, stuff like that.
Stuff that the true pundit puts out a lot, but you know, nobody wants to take a nod to him because, oh, you know, oh, he got you. And you know what's funny? Um, yesterday we were watching um together as a live Twitch um watch party, uh, the plot against the pe- president. It was so incredible to see them. Oh, you know, if you go up against big people, they will destroy you. They will create a fake reality and destroy you. They will arrest you. They will gang up on you. They will try to destroy you. Well, I mean, here they are talking about it, but none of them came to the rescue of Millie. None of them came to the rescue of me. I don't need rescuing. I can rescue myself. I Seriously. But still, I mean, this is how it is. They will destroy you if you speak up. If you're not part of their clique, it's like high school games. It's like high school games. And that's the thing. This isn't a game, guys. This is about our liberty. This is about our freedom. This is about real people's lives. Like, look what has been happening to General Flynn. They've destroyed him a million times over. A million times over. For what? For serving his country? For what? For abiding by the spirit and essence of our nation for what for calling crimes what they are crimes Mm. that is a disgrace not only for the journalist that sat there for years and said well you know he confessed he just shouldn't have confessed he should have just like and you know he committed a crime he lied you know even though it's stupid and it's a process crime let's hope for a pardon look how everybody was telling you that there was a handful that told you what he's never going to be sentenced. Never. I had arguments with, um, with friends of mine, good journalists, you know, on big networks. Right. And, you know, I, I adore only two of them. (laughs) They know who they are. Right. And, um, you know, I said, well, Flynn's never going to be sentenced. And, you know, my friend says on the other, stop, he already confessed. Like he, he confessed, he pled guilty. And I was like, so who cares? Shit changes all the time. Yeah, but he confessed. So that means he did it. I said, no, he was put in a box. He had no choice. It's kind of like taking your kid and using your kid against you. You will say anything to save your kid, even though it's false. So we just have to show that they did that. No, he said it. There's no way. I love you, Tori, but that, you know, that makes no sense. Okay. Well, I've never said anything to you that I don't know is a fact. And guess what? I was right. Because see, the thing is, we haven't seen what has happened, which is we have a president in office that will not allow such miscarriage of justice to go on. Now, in the meantime, you'll say there's a lot of miscarriages. Yeah, I mean, I (laughs) I felt it personally myself. I know. But he's there watching. He knows. He knows. And all he has to do is watch. And and this isn't the time. Between 2017 January until 2021 January, it is not the time to enforce. It is not the time to round up. It is not a time to throw away the key and lock him up and fill Gitmo. It is not the time. The time is now, though. The time is now that once he swears in, boom, because timing is everything. That is what you have to understand. You have to have all of your ducks in a row. You have to have them dead to rights. 
And that's when you strike. And, you know, you let them think they're getting away with it. Because, see, corrupt people love to tug, 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 tug more, more, more until they see where the rope snaps. If anything, our president is the best rope salesman. They're hanging themselves themselves. Our pants are falling down like crazy, and he has no problem calling it what it is. That's the way it is. Now, a lot of people are talking about election meddling, election rigging. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? They're hijacking the elections. They're going to use this software. They're going to change the votes. And it's like, stop. Why are you guys talking about this now? I mean, Millie and I covered that last year. We went through it like a fine tooth comb, even explained to you the math behind the trap doors and how they shuffle the votes, how they fraction the votes. Yeah, they fractional vote. So I've explained this to you many times. So if I've been explaining it to you for over a year, do you not think that the president already knows? Mm. This is it. We, he already knows. He already knows. There is no need to fret. There is no need to freak out, right? He already knows. And so on that point, I mean, what's there to say? If he already knows and you already know, and I'm going to try to find that that great, uh, you know, we were actually interrupted too. That great video. I looked pretty horrible. Um, was it this one? Where was it? Was the Kentucky election stolen? So this is from 11 months ago today. And the evidence of the um, Kentucky election fraud, there was a huge thing. She got a dump. We parsed it through. And then we went even deeper um, to get the information. So let me revisit this video for you guys so you can hear it. A North Dakota Republican woman and her immigrant husband wind up as registered Democrat voters in Kentucky's 2019 election. The audio recording you're about to listen to should prompt immediate investigations into the 2019 Kentucky election. A North Dakota resident contacted the Kentucky Board of Elections to find out why herself and her immigrant husband were registered to vote in Kentucky this election. Good morning, Kentucky State Board of Elections. This is Hi, it's Tori again. I just oh. wanted, I, hey, I was like speaking to my husband as well, and I was trying to explain something to him. And I told him that you're going to be sending the email because, like I told you, you know, we work with the AG. Um, and he took care of it in 2016. Tori alleges that she made sure to remove herself from the Kentucky voter registration rules in 2016. She even went as far as to communicate directly with the Secretary of State's office. To make matters worse, her husband, who's a legal immigrant yet ineligible to vote in the United States, was somehow registered to vote in Kentucky as a Democrat, which could place his immigration status in jeopardy. 
which right now is fine with me. Okay. So, um, that's what happened because in 2016, I was all over this whole, uh, you know, why am I registered? I was watching, I was poll watching. I was all over it. This is, we're talking 2016. So this report is from 2019. Wait, there's more. There is way more. There was whistleblower leaked documents that you need to see. This was actually quite good. Um, let's see. Is this? shared now? Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. And now let me, because we had technical issues. Let's see. Did we bring up the documents? Information, Tori. And unfortunately, it's something that we can't just release to the public because we could get in trouble, I think, for doing so. But we need to be able to get this information to the proper authorities so that the governor can challenge the election. And in fact, anyone can challenge the election in Kentucky because we don't know to what extent, what level the voter fraud happened throughout this election. That's true. And the thing is, who do you trust? Right. Who do you trust to give this information? We have serial numbers of voting machines, bank transactions what looks like to be a foreign entity paying the owner of the election, you know, the company that has the election machines, like who do you give this to? I mean, it's not like it's something that we can publish. We have judges there. We have so much. And it's, you know, yesterday I, I reached out thinking, okay, if you want to get a message to the governor, what do you do? You call the police, right? If you want your mayor, your governor. So I call because Frankfurt's not that big. And So they put me through to someone else, put me through to state patrol, which are usually the people that do like secret service stuff, you know, for the state. And, um, I was talking to someone he's like, yeah, someone will call you an an investigator called detective. And he was like, all right. So like, when did you get your hands on the voting machine? I was like, okay, I didn't get my hands. Let's just jump over that already. Some whistleblower, 300 pages and more of just really juicy stuff. And we're talking everything. and Right. And you were saying that basically he then kind of turns it on you and starts thinking that you have stolen a voting machine or that somehow right. you did some crime and you're reporting a crime on yourself. Right. That's the problem. Oh That's the problem with this level of crime and why you typically see police being able to charge and go after, you know, some kid for smoking some marijuana. But then how are all these criminal organizations able to run massive schemes, conspiracies and rig elections and commit all this major crime? Well, it's because what they're doing is so intricate, complex, detailed and just really smart and crafty that your average police officer or someone who's in that authoritative position is just not capable of comprehending it. Because I'll tell you what, there's so much information here. It's so complicated. It's like we are really having to use all of our concentration and our mental capacity to be able to fully wrap our heads around how intricate and detailed this plot was to rig the election. Right. It was. And the thing is, we've spent 48 hours and I think we've we finally nailed down what the smoking gun was like this whistleblower. I know we say it was someone from within maybe the election committee or the company, but I think they were more than that because the way they put the documents together was, you know, why would you put a duplicate page unless you were saying something like you can ask your anyone out there watching? We want you to guess what the password okay so it was very complicated plan (laughs) 
But I want you all to guess what the password for the election machine access is. Yeah, and the admin passwords. Right. It's like as dumb as Podesta's. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if it's you literally consider- that basic. And that's concerning, Tori, because I'm looking at this. I'm going, what? That's the admin password. So anyone could just have administrative access to these voting machines. All they have to do is guess that really, really simple password. Okay, let's just say this. It's one word and it's a lot simpler than any password you'd ever have to do for Facebook or any little social media account. The social media account passwords that they make you create are much more complicated than this really simple, basic, no-brainer password for these voting machines. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like I was, I was shocked that that was there, but the, 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 the whistleblower, when they gave us this information, they also gave us information to guide us to try to get it. And we didn't have that aha moment till about what, six hours ago when we realized, wait a minute, why are they constantly showing this? What is the importance of this? And this owner who's a private owner of these election ballot machines is also an owner of other companies. And that same person in his personal joint account with his wife is getting paid by a foreign entity, small amounts of money. It's like, what was it? $6,700 in total a month over the course of a year. And this is a foreign entity that creates software. And you can see in there, the bank account balance is like already over $106,000. dollars Mm-hmm. So is it's that like yeah. they've just been incrementally making small payments and why someone might make small payments like that is to avoid uh, flagging the IRS. Correct. Because they would come three times a month. It was like the first, the 15th, and then the 30th, and then the first, the like every calendar month. So you could see from the interest garnered that it was done, um, you know, ex- like exponentially it was growing because the interest you get in a savings account depends on how much money you save. Okay, okay. So let's talk about the company that's giving them the money, the, the owner right. of this election right. voter machine company that ran the Kentucky election. Who, right. Which company is giving the owner the money? Should we name the company? Yes. It's a company in in Switzerland that's 100% Norwegian owned. And a foreign company. A foreign company, yes. And Germany and the United Kingdom have interest in it. And here's the kicker. The parent company makes the furniture, which is the machines, like the iron cast, they only make metal furniture and they own. So this company has five companies. One of them is this, and it's called Dynaplan. People can look it up. It's Dynaplan, D-Y-N-A-P-L-A-N. It's a foreign company. Um, it actually goes, their software is S-I-A something. Um, let me pull it up actually. So and- that's the trick is they do, they use a bunch of shell corporations. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, to create a little distance from from themselves but wasn't it that this company uh is h- hooked up with uh a, so- a software company essentially that they do all this voter election outcome okay so, yeah, so exactly so what this company does which is be like this is you can't get any more smoking gun just in regards to foreign entity meddling let's say they have software that if I wanted to hold elections, for example, for the union, and we even had proof that they were rigging union elections, which was insane. Um, so if you wanted to rig an election, you would say, all right, I'm going to have like 100,000 voters and I want this outcome. But I want it to look 
like it was moderate, not severe. And I want it to be spread out like this. So you plug in how much you want to win by. This is how many they ask you for variables. And then it predicts what you need to do. Basically, it's telling them where you need to pull votes from and how you script it so that you can patch it over so you can get the outcome you want. So it's kind of constantly moving uh, through the numbers. And we saw that when the ballots were being pushed out for reporting, it would show that they were updating the export every like one to three minutes, which means they were running a script and then publishing, running a script and then publishing. It's like the most bizarre, it was like inconsistent. And you could see that they bifurcated the results too. So even though they're supposed to export di directly to the county clerk for reporting, it would be stored on the desktop first. And, and what Tori's talking about is we actually have been given as well the actual audit logs mm -hmm. inside the voter machines. So there's a, an audit log of what, um, I guess, what the computer, everything the computer sees happening inside the voter machine there's a printout of every step, every command that's given to that computer, and it's, it can be printed out and reviewed and looked at. So whoever this whistleblower is, they sent us that. So we're able to look inside what all happened in these election machines. Yeah, and I tweeted a picture of that out without putting in the codes of the system because I don't want to get in trouble. But people deserve, this isn't a partisan issue, Republican, Democrat, because what we realized is that both of them are involved. That's because right. This is even more huge. We're thinking it's the election company, which, by the way, you remember when we were reading those Trump derangement syndrome emails. Like, these are the people that are counting oh, your ballots. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that's right. They're should read inside that. this huge dump. There are emails between the owner of this election voter machine company talking to his other employees about one of their employees doing a very anti-Trump post on social right. media and it's like this vehement you know hateful post about how much they hate trump they hate republicans and they they even claim that they gave obama a million dollars in his campaign i mean it's interesting to see that this is the dialogue going on within this company that's in charge of handling all the voter machines in kentucky when it seems like their employees might very well have an anti-trump bias Right. And the thing is, it, how did it start? I'm ashamed to be an American. Orange Hitler is not my president and never will be. What the f happened? It was a rant. It was a complete mm -hmm. rant. And to think that these people are the ones responsible for counting the ballots. But, but that's what we saw inside the FBI with uh, Peter Stroke and Lisa Page and all those other FBI agents. They hated Trump. But yet we're supposed to believe that they were going to give him a fair investigation. You know, and it's the same thing here. The people who own the voting machines hate Trump, hate conservatives, but we're going to expect that they, you know, are going to give a fair election when they literally have all the power in their hands to control the outcome of the election. Exactly. And that's the thing. What That's what I told the investigator, too. When he was like, well, when are you going to give it? And I was like, I don't trust anyone. We had the director of the FBI sign off on FISA warrants. And we had manufactured, retroactively manufactured three, 302s to, uh, you know, put our general in jail because Trump. So this, to everyone listening today and share this like crazy, this isn't about being a Republican or a Democrat. 
What they have done is not a bunch of Trump derangement syndrome people sitting there and canvassing votes. This was a dry run, you guys, and it was so sophisticated. But we figured out how they did it. Um, right, Millie? Like we yeah. figured it out. And, and now well, whoever this whistleblower is, they figured it out. And then right. they sent it to us. They, I mean, I can't believe how much stuff this person compiled. Or it could have been a team of people. I don't know. What's odd is some of the papers look like they've been torn and like pieced back together. Some of them look like they've been through shredders and people like put them back together. Some of them have water stains and they're just like on the floor and they it looks like somebody's taking pictures with their phones. You know, it, it's crazy, but these are actually official documents that are used for the um the ballots and for the election. And yeah, they even so have yeah, go ahead, Tori. No, I was going to say, we saw a bunch of stuff, you guys. Like, they have notes guiding each other how to manipulate the votes. Yes. They're actually taught how to manually allocate votes to specific people. And not only that, they had handwritten notes where they were um, talking about the Brennan Institute, which is some, you know, uh, you know, organization that's a nonprofit, of course, uh, that claims that Russia has taken over our elections. But the thing is, they're the ones taking the money from foreign entities. And here's mm -hmm. the thing, guys, I want you guys to know. So when I saw that deposit go into his personal joint account with his wife, right? And it was three payments within one month. I thought, oh, you know, maybe it's his company. I looked again and I was like, no, it's a software company. I looked again and I was like, oh my gosh, Skittle, that company that was, you know, claimed to have done fractional voting in the Ukraine and, and even in the US, you know, in the past, I was like, oh, well, they've used them. And then I looked in a little bit more and then I was like, oh my gosh, no, it's not. It's a foreign entity. So why, so why would you think that a software company, if you're using them for projections, right, or to test, why would they be paying you? Wouldn't you be paying them since you're the guy with the election ballot boxes, companies? So that's yeah. why. So that's one thing people need to know. But what we noticed is, is that this is a repeat thing across the nation. They have been fixing the election. What was it? When did we find it was established? 2001, right? 2001. Since 2001 in the state of Kentucky, they have been fixing their elections. And honestly, there are hundreds of documents in this, this in this leak. And wasn't there even something, Tori, uh, if I recall, something about the, the Bush-Gore election in here even? Yeah, because they went to Florida and that's where they did their first live. Um, and guys... Tell me what you I, I, I can't see the, the 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 messages, but what I want people to do is tell us what do they think if they found out that the private company that's hired to count their votes also monitors and runs and installs and updates and is connected to every single computer of that state's government. How would they feel about that? Like, think about it. Separate entity that counts votes and ballots but also services and has access to every single county clerk's desk PC that they're supposed to be exporting out election results to. How would that make you feel? Because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he only lost by a little bit. Everybody else was Republican. It's a red state. It's really not that. This was a test because like you said, 
more people turned out than what they knew were coming. Well, that and, just seems like they have way too much power, Tori, to be able to have access to all these government computers and then also have access to the voter machines. That just seems like really way too much right. power for one corporation. So, I mean, of course, we should look and examine this corporation. And if a whistleblower is coming forward and showing all this documentation, literally checks, bank I don't even know how they got all this information, but they, they sent us all this information and it looks really dirty. This should prompt immediate investigations. One of which was, we saw a check, a, a copy of a check for $75,000. Right. And that was bizarre. Owner. It was bizarre because the person deposited. So when you deposit into your bank, Millie, like if you know, your employer pays you or it's an ACH, right. It says like where it's coming from. If you drop a check, it says deposit check. If it's cash, it just says deposit, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. they'll even throw cash, but it's usually just deposit. It looks like this guy dropped 75 grand cash one day. The next day he dropped another 75 cash. And then the next day he wrote a check to the bank for 75,000. And it's like, it That's looks just like the really bank, bizarre. Right. So it looks like the bank overpaid him and he paid the bank back. But what? And what's funny is when we looked into that bank, that bank is involved in a lot of scandals nationally. We're talking RNC out in California, Stormy Daniels. Is that, yes, it, City National Bank, right? Yes, City National yeah. Bank. So much corruption. And I'm thinking, wasn't Jane, wasn't that Congressman Comer that said to Governor Blevin, oh, put up some evidence or just bend the knee? you know, hurry up. He was bitter because he lost. Well, that's the but thing, Tori. also involved with the bank. We have more evidence than we know what to do with right now. I mean, we've literally been racking our brains for the last 24 hours trying to... One with less than 50%. 1992, he won with 43% of the vote. Right? 43. Yeah. But she doesn't say that. And then in 1996, he won with 49.2%. So he didn't even get 50%. So he didn't get... Majority vote. And she's complaining. Nobody ever does this. You know, your husband did it twice. But yeah. <laughs> the thing is, um, what people need to understand is that our vote is so precious because a lot of people are, don't really care. And it's important that every single citizen understands just how valuable that is. Because we see the country of Greece, for example, where my family's from, you know, they voted in 2015 62.9% to get out of the EU they're still in the EU. Look at England. They voted like, what was it, three years ago to Brexit? They're still there. They can't even get out because their voice does not matter, but it does for us. And that's so important that we protect that. No matter what side of the aisle you sit on, you need to be on the aisle of my vote counts. And if the majority of America says Trump is president, then Soviet. If they say it's going to be <laughs> quid well, pro Joe, then so be it. Let it be fair. And so that's the problem. And there is so much here that I'm actually concerned for us, Millie. Oh, yeah, I'm concerned, too. And that's part of the reason why we decided to do this. Maybe they ran this machine six months ago and it said, oh, you need. A and that company to prides the itself on 20 years Installing, being a one-stop shop okay, for every one. single computer in the state of Kentucky. Okay? So that company, where it's located, is also located another company, which is called SMI Acquisition, LLC. 
which is registered to the same owner of Harp Enterprises. SMI LLC, um, Acquisition LLC, you'll probably find it in the state of California, Illinois, um, everywhere. But its registered um, representative is in Virginia at 800 Sun Plaza. Well, I, I, look, Tori, I wouldn't be putting the addresses necessarily. Oh, yeah, I don't no, even I think that's necessary. It's public information. No, okay. it's public information. I'm not giving them something that's secret. You can okay. Google SMI Acquisition LLC. It'll take you to a P.O. box in Oak, Virginia, and you'll find companies from around the nation being registered at the same place. So that is the company, the owner of the election ballot claims he has, but the physical address of that company is literally Software Management LLC. They're all shell companies. So he, this is the most elaborate. Okay, so I see it, it's imperative because the companies are both, re both registered out of the same address. Exactly. So one is a shell and one is named. So what I'm saying is that they've leveled the playing field for us. We have nothing. We have nothing. We are, we have no weapons against them. They own the government machines that take the votes and they own the government machine. Well, not the private machines that create the votes. And then when they're going to tell you a recount, they're going to give it back to the corrupt guy who did your voting tallying in the first place, who then is going to send it to the government. That's still his company. See, but the, the tricky thing is, is um, people would think, okay, well then why aren't they just stealing every single election? Then you that's blatant. Why aren't they stealing every single election? That's what somebody might think. But the problem is, is then it would be too obvious. Then mm -hmm. you'd have people foaming at the mouth, just like I did with Obama, right? But mm -hmm. if they get elected, if someone gets elected that I don't like, like, you know, Kamala Harris, for example, which is it, no way. I mean, she doesn't even know if she's Indian or black. She keeps flipping. So it, let's pretend that she got elected. I would be like, look, if the people voted for her, you know, I guess, you know, that's the way it is. And I'll just wait to go to the ballot box and make my voice heard more when someone more capable is. Like you said, it's not about the Dems losing or the Republicans, because if all those Republicans won, you better bet your life on it that one of those is a complete rhino, at least. Yeah. Because they were propped in there and left in there and had their Democrat opponent lose. So what we need is fair elections regardless. And we saw that we overcame the corruption and the stealing of votes with Trump because so many of us came out. So someone said, do you think this exposure will change the election outcome in 2020? Um, possible. I mean, it could possibly prevent election rigging if this gets enough exposure. Well, if people understand that the companies that own the computer systems of the county clerks are also owned by the election you know, the electoral ballot companies, then, you know, why would you have both of them own the same thing? So the point is, is that if you actually do your homework in every single state, uh, the companies that own, oh my gosh, what a bad freeze frame on my face. Let me just change that because it's irritating me. I have really bad, okay, I look weird there too, but that's okay. Um, it's uh, e face because it is e what we're going to go through. So basically, uh, you know, the company that owns the election machines also owns the, um, has the contract to audit and, you know, have access, unfettered access to the government or the county's computers that count 
the votes that come from the machines that they own, which is like, why would you do that? So the reason that I'm showing you this is because we knew about this in 2019. Millie Weaver actually handed it over in her hand to the former government governor of Kentucky. I also sent all of this to Chuck Grassley. So our video has been out there. Millie and Gavin were put in kind of a hot box too when they were down in Kentucky because what they want to find out is how is it possible that this chick that was once in North Dakota and Millie, wherever she is, destroyed their plan. We know what they're doing. We have every, every little ounce of it. I went through breaking down the actual cryptography involved with you guys. Um, on another show where uh, I talked about how there's something called a trap door and how in that trap door uh, they put uh, all the information uh, that they need to be able to steal votes. And I've said, it, you know, there's going to be a lot of states right now that are actually going to have a real vote, which is incredible. Think about it. It is really incredible because no one's voted since JFK and all of them have been fixed. Every single one of them have been fixed, but it was always to a certain degree to not be that obvious. They would make you think that you voted for this person. And every now and then they would allow one or two people to kind of like fly in and hmm, whatever. Right. That is how they operated. So that is the way it goes. Um, there is a, a video that we, we put together on November 30th, 2019. Um, I'm going to play a few minutes of this because I want you guys to be relaxed. Okay. We've got this. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Okay. Period. We knew it was coming. So obviously, if you know something's coming, what do you do? You prepare. So we're prepared. We're prepared to take names. But like I told you, it's not going to be the polls that are going to give you the counties that are going to give you the results. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's um going to be the media that's going to be telling you because no one's going to know. They're just going to keep telling you, I don't know. We haven't counted the votes. We're disputing these votes. We're blah, blah, blah. They're going to keep doing that. And, you know, people are going to be like, well, that's not fair. We want to know the next night. Don't worry. We got SCOTUS now. And SCOTUS Gate has finally arrived. That's what's up. That party and the mainstream media have directed towards President Trump has backfired. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. For those of you watching at home, uh, that was not a bathroom break. That was actually a chance for the Democrats to go out and hold a press conference. Uh, ambassador for all the supposed bombshells that, was, that were in your opening testimony. Uh, we're going to continue our investigation. Uh, we are going to continue to pursue Even after the documents. Even handed in the report, you're going to yes. continue? Oh, yes. The investigation isn't going to end. When you find yourself on the phone, like the Democrats did with the Russian pranksters offering you nude pictures of Trump, it might be time to ask yourself if you've gone out too far on a limb. And now ABC News has learned the House Intelligence Committee has obtained audio and video recordings of President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy that was held tonight, that he will help us make this transition. With respect to our race, would it be, would it be a Bevan race if it wasn't a squeaker? I mean, come on. I mean, really and truly, this is a close, close race. 
We are not conceding this race by any stretch. Not at all. But more than anything else, we're challenging the media here today not to defend the Democrats as they normally do, but to get into their own investigation and see what they can actually find. Voter fraud needs to be cleared up. I mean, this issue needs to be cleared up and resolved. We need to have confidence in our process. I have heard many reports about irregularities, but I agree that uh, we need to find irregularities if it's in favor of the Democrats or the Republicans. It needs to be a fair uh, election that we can have uh, security in. How did a Kentucky college student 1,000 miles away on election day have a signature appear on his voting record in Kentucky that same day? On election day, November 5th, I was in Tampa, Florida for the entire day. Someone had voted under my name, signed my name, and that the clerk said that someone had used my ID to get in. A North Dakota resident contacted the Kentucky Board of Elections to find out... How do you lose votes on election day? I don't, I don't think that's possible. And then mysteriously, the 560 that he lost magically appeared in Attorney General Bashir's column. How does that happen? If the vote count is off by 5,100 or so, approximately, it means about 1.45 votes per precinct. So imagine sitting there 12 hours, uh, having people vote, and just two, one or two have to be off to change the direction of this election. Lex 18 stonewalled our presenter today, demanding more and more evidence. That's their job, to discover evidence. They really are representing, as they do almost all the time, the Democrat Party. What have you done to investigate this issue? We've, we've done more than you guys. You, you never said a word about it. What, what have you learned? We've actually been on the phone. We've got the sure. Got on sure. there. And you were dead silent in the meeting about it. Because I've not found any wrongdoing. I've found errors. Do you think that should be investigated further? I think what you find out in Kentucky is there are errors on the process that you move along. And then as the, the results are ultimately finalized, have there been any irregularities here from what you've been reporting and seeing? So Not that I've seen. I think that they will probably end up finding a few votes here and there that we can pretty much break down and, and call um, clerical errors by clerks. These numbers are entered by hand. Um, this is a very normal thing that happens every election cycle. Software like this is installed in more than 30 states. If someone tampers with it or it just malfunctions, then the wrong people can win elections. If that happens, Hundreds of representatives, judges, and other officials may hold offices they are not elected to. We know there was individual anomalies and issues and, and um, complaints, but there is also data flow. And, and um, I think we need to have, make sure that the integrity includes not only from the moment you fill in your paper ballot, but once you leave and you go home and we all start watching this information flow, that that information is sound. If you go to the Kentucky Board of Elections own website where everything looks normal, notice here in the URL bar, this is a Kentucky.gov website. And at the bottom, 
you can see this page is officially owned by the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Now watch this. If you click on Kentucky election results and look at the URL bar, you see something very different. Notice it says clarityelections.com. If we inspect the elements of the page, we see that election night reporting was conducted by Seidel. If we scroll down and look, we see who owns the page, Seidel.us. Who is Seidel? Un dinero, poquito, para probar eso. Luego tienes que probar que puedes vender ese producto. There are people that are in favor of using internet voting since they think that it can improve the democratic process. Uh, for instance, e-participation that can uh, enhance the decision-making of, of governments. According to their client page, they tally the votes for the most prestigious elections worldwide, from the countries within the EU, to the EU itself, to corporations like McDonald's and various state elections in the United States, such as Kentucky. McDonald's has their own elections? We literally have an offshore company counting our votes. Talk about foreign interference. Encryption is instrumental to electronic communication and financial transactions to protect the security of privacy and authentication. The development of digital ciphering led to the use of trap doors. A trap door strongly resists cryptanalysis by anyone not in possession of trap door information used in the design of the cipher. The fact that election data is being transmitted over the internet requires encryption. Therefore, the software and operating systems used by Seidel in the Kentucky election has encryption trapdoors, and whoever possesses the trapdoor and keying information has a backdoor into the system. This allows the designer to break the system after he has sold it to the client and yet falsely to maintain his reputation as a builder of secure systems, swaying the outcome in a favorable direction within a reasonable margin. This was evident in documents sent to me from a whistleblower regarding the Kentucky 2019 election. Forensic investigators who examined the leaked documents saw evidence that suggested manipulation of vote counts. However, due to encryption, the logs from the computers used to process the total vote counts would need to be seen to see if the totals were manipulated before being transmitted to the Board of Elections. This is Millie Weaver. I just delivered to the governor's office documents that a whistleblower sent me on Friday alleging election fraud in Kentucky. These documents were so concerning that I decided to come down here and deliver it to the governor himself. Now that the governor has these documents, I hope that this will spark some kind of reaction and investigation into these very concerning documents that were leaked. There is not any real sense of transparency with how the voting process works. Again here, we, can, we have another point in which the election can be manipulated. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm really sorry. They see that's not supposed to be there at all. That's supposed to be on a hook right around, around the back of the table, you see, like that. So proof can be generated here. And at the end, auditors and observers can use this proof for 
Check that. We do not laugh, we do not applaud until the magician produces a rabbit from a hat. Like that. Hello. Then at the end is when we can provide the transparency. Sky Toll's lead scientists explaining their scheme at a tech conference in Barcelona. And they claim that their scheme is unbreakable because actual vote tallies modifying the voter turnout to a desired outcome within believable ranges. Could this be why they failed to steal the election in 2016 for Hillary Clinton? Because the polls had greatly underestimated the vote turnout for President Trump? They had all the polls rigged for Hillary. Problem is, they bought into their own rigged polls, and they under-anticipated the massive red wave that came with Trump on election night in 2016. Thus, they got their butts handed to them by the American people. If you go back to the beginning of the election meddling debacle, you see that initially it was Homeland Security that got caught hacking into the 2016 election. Channel 2 Action News questioned Georgia's Secretary of State about a hack. He told us it traced back to a Department of Homeland Security IP address. Well, mad as hell. Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp all fired up after what he called a massive cyber attack on the agency's network on November 15th, traced back to United States Department of Homeland Security IP address. According to this letter from Kemp to the Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson on November 15th, there was an attempted breach of the Georgia Secretary of State's network linked to a computer with a Homeland Security address. Kemp writes, at no time has my office agreed to or permitted Homeland Security to conduct penetration testing or security scans of our network. Could be a, a bad actor in the administration. Could be a, a bad actor in the administration. However, they said it was because they were hot on the trail of the Russians hacking the election. Remember? It was an unprecedented cyber attack ordered by senior Russian leadership on the U.S. election. Now President Obama is ordering the intelligence community to conduct a full review of Putin's meddling. But then, when it all came out that there was no proof of Russians hacking the election, everyone seemed to forget about Homeland Security having hacked the election. Well, I think it's going to fit in, uh, Boris, to this investigation that uh, President Obama has called for. Um, it's that Russia tried, perhaps, to look into meddling in the election. Russia tried, perhaps, to look into meddling in the election. Not that they actually affected it, because if you remember, election officials, DHS officials, tried to assure the American public that even if Russia was trying to meddle, it wouldn't be able to actually affect the outcome. For instance, how was Homeland Security getting in and out of the voting machines? DHS officials tried to... But when the states came forward showing the forensics didn't show Russia hacked their machines, rather the machines were only hacked by the Department of Homeland Security, that's when the narratives took an important twist and turned into a collusion story. We were beating the drum pretty hard, beginning with a conference call I had with every state secretary of state on August 15th. Mm -hmm. Hello. 
The Obama aid package to the Ukraine with the billion dollar loan guarantee Biden threatened to have withheld if a particular prosecutor wasn't fired just so happens to be the same aid package instrumental to Seidel getting a field office in Kiev. Seidel's election training provides a permanent online trading platform to the you remember how I told you that we gave them federal tax dollars so we can help them run their elections where we had like 250 permanent employees, 1,200 temporary ones. And I've been saying this again and again. Why are we ushering Ukrainian elections? Oh, and it just so happened that Seidel got a contract with Ukraine when they got all that money. Ukrainian Electoral Commission. The Obama administration must have known, among other things, that there would be discoveries of foreign meddling in the 2016 election that benefited Hillary Clinton. But not quite enough. And knowing that the Democrats and media would be implicated had to put a spin on it, accusing Trump of exactly the same thing they did. Gee, you don't think this is why the Democrats started up this bogus impeachment inquiry, do you? What have we learned from the Democrats' impeachment inquiry? They promised the country a fair hearing. What have they delivered? The impeachment version of three-card Monte. Notorious short-con card trick where the mark, in this case President Trump and the American public, stands no chance of winning. The Trump administration began investigating the allegations of foreign election meddling in 2016 to get to the bottom of what initiated the surveillance of the Trump campaign and to find out what the basis was for the special counsel investigation. So can we just uh, look at that for a second? I just want to show that because, see, nobody reported that. Wiretap data used in inquiry of Trump aides. I'm just saying. So a lot of people aren't telling you what's what because they don't want to give you the news. Okay. So remember, these are from 2019. There's about, there's a few videos. You can go to millennialmillie.com or you can go to Millie Weaver's YouTube channel while they're still up there. So think while everyone's talking about, oh, this software is going to be used and they're going to hammer this, that. We already know. We talked about it last year. We just didn't give you a name. We were just telling you how it works. And like I told you, if they want a result, they will say, I have 100,000 registered voters, right? And I want Biden to win. Then you write the scripts to make it look plausible. You see? So that way it goes without any suspicion. And I've told you this before. The only reason Hillary Clinton lost is because they did not expect so many people to come out and vote. So I'm going to tell you that you're going to see a record number of people. We're going to surpass that of the 2016 elections. You watch. You watch. Because they're going to overcompensate, which is still going to stab them in the foot. Because no matter how much they try to steal, 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 we got every single one of them. Again, it was the Department of Homeland Security that aided in rigging the elections. They've got really good cryptographers there. And um, if we had it all in 2019, because we just observed the 2018 elections, those 2019 crazy elections, it's over. That's why they went to mail-in ballot. Because they knew they couldn't do the electronic anymore. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So again, 
I'm going to be <laughs> poll watching tomorrow and I'm going to be looking at every single, I'm going to be in the heart of the most corrupt center, which by the way, I drove by this morning and I was like, wow, the lines were huge. And I'll tell you what, across the street from where all the lines were, there were signs all signs where they were advocating and they were, you know, vote this, vote that. Not one Trump Pence sign, but everything else was there. Not one Trump Pence. But you did see a lot of GOPers that were running, but not Trump Pence. Hmm. That tells you where those GOPers lie if the liberals have no problem sticking their stuff there. So um, please do not report any results we can sit here and talk about it and we will we'll be here tomorrow night so there won't be a show during the day tomorrow night i might do a spontaneous hour uh in the evening but tomorrow night i will be here once the polls close and we will have popcorn drinks and we're going to be watching all of them we'll have cnn fox you know oan all of them on the screen and we're going to be watching what they but i think i want to watch msnbc because I really want to watch Maddo cry again. Uh, but she might not cry. You know why? Because they're going to be like, oh, well, we don't know. We can't see. We don't know. In the meantime, I also wanted to tell you, in North Dakota, there's some really big funny business going on. Suddenly, people are pulling machines. Suddenly, votes are going all awry. I mean, you know, Gates, lapdog, Doug Burgum, <laughs> realized from the test pool 38, over 38% was right in for governor. Ha, ha, ha. That's a big deal. So for all of you out there that may be worried, don't listen to them. Because come on, we already knew how they did it in 2019. I even did the math for you on, <laughs> online. I was tweeting out pictures. Hence why that Twitter's gone for now. Right? Because I sent you all those pictures. The algorithms, how they do it, the trap doors. If we knew about it, I mean, don't you think we know how to fix it? Of course we do. So do not fret. Listen to your president. I told you, he's got six full years. Um, and his replacement will do the final two. And uh, that's the way it's going to be. It's going to be, it's, we're, it's going to be amazing. All I want you guys to do is think we all Ready? No. It's like, you know that if you take 10 more steps, you fall off the cliff. What are you going to do? Take the steps? No. You're going to be like, I'm going to stop at nine. I'm not going off that cliff. So whatever they tell you, it's going to be lies, 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 and more lies again. So please do not stress. Do not listen. They want you to vibrate on that freaky, freaky, freaky frequency. So on that note, we're going to See that we are indeed in the land of confusion. We are. But remember, if you haven't gone out to vote, you should. Because this is what Biden America looks like. This is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not going to stop. And they should not. These people are tearing up our lives. A third straight night, Portland police declared a riot. The vast majority of the protests have been peaceful. Over the weekend, 59 officers injured and 47 people arrested. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announcing a proposal to cut a billion dollars. <laughs> 
from the New York City Police Department. We need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. You will not be safe in a Joe Biden America. So um, I know Millie is going to be doing possibly some stream in regards to the Sunrise Movement. Oh, before I get there, I'm really glad to see Lara Logan tweeted out uh, exposesunrise.com. This is something that should have been talked about. This is something that they should have been talking about. But no one's been talking about it. They didn't want you to know about it. They wanted you to be caught by surprise. They wanted the riots. They wanted the blood spill. Do not allow them to provoke you. Hang out. Stay at home. Oh, and by the way, uh, I wanted to say, yeah, Lara Logan's amazing. I wanted to say um, November 4th, I'm going to be on a show. I'll tweet it out with another whistleblower. Now, I have mentioned that I had interned at a bank, a specific one, <laughs> where I was in charge of their Iron Mountain. So um, I'm going to be talking about money and ISIS. I mean, I'm the one that made sure nobody could tell it was going to ISIS. And this whistleblower found out that the money was going to ISIS. So it's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty super interessante conversation. Um, he's also going to be part of Shadowgate 3. So um, that lieutenant will be on the screens and he will be hanging with me. It'll be incredible. So again, uh, we did it. We fertilized that soil for freedom. We fertilized that soil to grow and be prosperous. Listen to your president. Don't listen to any of the, I know a lot of you follow all these pundits, these, deco who, who, these decoders. Focus, pray, and it'll all be fine. We already knew. And the party it's going to be February 21st to February 23rd. That's where it's going to be like time to party. You know, we're going to be singing. So I'm telling you, that's when we're going to be party, party, party. And we'll be here together talking about it. Okay. So as we see, the president has taken heed to what Millie um, has been putting together in such great videos. I mean, she's got Gavin as a producer. I mean, he does awesome. Um, so, we package the information all together. Uh, you know, we're a team of one, two, three, four, five, five people on that team, five. And um, guys, it's, 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 it's pretty awesome. What's coming is pretty awesome. And uh, just have faith. Do your part. Vote. Grab your popcorn and relax and take a, take a look. When, when you see them gloating, ah, Biden won. Think they got Lady Gaga, the garbage truck, pr pretending to be someone, you know, redneck is what she was trying to mock, right? Remember, she was on a garbage truck. They have her and Pito Legend, right? At a concert where at the Commonwealth so that they can attract people for voting. It's disgusting. They're desperate. So desperate. 
that people will go see the stars and they believe that that'll mesmerize them to go and vote for them. So disgusting. I mean, that's how stupid they think people are. I mean, some of them are. So on that note, guys, God bless. I will see you tomorrow in the evening for election watch party. God bless. 